Hello and welcome to the Tech Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Brown, and this is episode 44 of the Tech Authority Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Xbox One X. I got one a few weeks ago, had a bit of a play, and I wanted to give you my thoughts on the actual Xbox One X compared to some of the other versions of the Xbox One as well. Uh, I've got the original Xbox One. I've had it for years, and it's been a great unit. Um, great gaming console. Microsoft seemed to have a really good handle on the game development and the games that they bring out to the platform. And I figured I wanted to try the new one anyway, just to see what it was like. And it was only $650 Australian, which is a fair bit of money. I mean, if you think about it, it's about the same price as a $500 cheap PC, really. Something that's really kind of basic. But compared to a standard PC, the Xbox One X is actually pretty good value for money. Um, The specs on this device is just unbelievable. It's got an 8-core custom AMD CPU, which is clocked at 2.3 gigahertz, to bring enhanced AI, real-world detail, and smoother interactions for gaming. Uh, It's got a lot of memory. Uh, 12 gig of GDDR5 graphic memory uh, to add speed and performance to enable bigger worlds, further horizons, and quicker load times. It's also got a 1 terabyte SSD in the machine as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, I only had 500 gig on my last Xbox One, and it's nice to have that extra little bit of space. However, because the games are quite large now, and they're all in 4K for the graphics, uh, the games are getting much, much larger. So a standard game is probably going to be around 40 gigabytes, maybe 50, depending on the quality that you turn on. Now, I've got a regular TV that's full HD, that's not 4K, and it is backwards compatible. It plugs in, everything functions. I've got a whole bunch of games that I'm trying out. Uh, I've downloaded the latest Assassin's Creed Origins, and it plays exactly the same as it would on the regular Xbox One. And from what I can tell, it does load a lot faster. The graphics are definitely smoother, uh, but the load time is where the difference is on compared to the old one to the new one the load time is huge it's not not taking as long now it does rely on your internet connection so if you've got poor internet you're going to have poor speed still but for the most part you really won't notice it that much um i find the the console a great machine and i really like the xbox one and have done for quite a long time so that's why i recommend that you get one if you haven't got one and you've got a PlayStation 4, this is the fastest console ever made by Microsoft or by anyone at the moment. Now, there's some really good features about the Xbox One, not just because it's got 
an eight core custom CPU. No, nobody really cares about that much. I mean, the graphics are important. Uh, the load times are important as well. But they've actually decreased the size of the unit as well. So they don't have an extra power supply that you have to plug into the back. It's all in the same box, uh, <coughs> which is really good. Um, it's a 40% increase in power. That's a lot, if you think about it. And it's the smallest console that they've made so far. It's got maximum cooling, minimal noise. It's all liquid-cooled, not air-cooled, air which makes a massive difference. I'm not sure whether you've heard the Xbox actually fire up the fan on the old Xbox One, but it used to be really, really loud, and it would dominate over the, the speakers when you're playing a game, especially if the unit was getting really hot. Uh, but now it's uh, liquid-cooled. You don't even hear anything. You plug it in, you turn it on, and it loads up really fast. It loads the game really fast as well. And I'm sure we're going to get some really cool games coming in the future. What are your thoughts on the Xbox One? What do you think they could have improved to make it a bit better? Uh, not just storage, but a whole bunch of other things. The gaming... Do you think 4K really matters so much? I think it does. But if you've got a really good TV, and you've got a full HD TV, does it need to be changed? And the answer is no, it doesn't. It can work with full HD TVs. But if you want the graphics to be that little bit better, it might be worth the upgrade. We're going to be doing a few more podcasts this week as well. You might notice that it's gone a little bit quiet. I've been flat out. Um, really, really busy. I'm getting over a cold. And uh, I plan on doing a few more podcasts this week. We're going to hit 50 episodes by the end of the year. And uh, it's coming up. It's not very far away to the end of the year. I hope you've had a fantastic 2017 and I hope that uh, 2018 is going to be even better for you. I'm hoping that we'll get some really good technology to talk about. And I want to do some case studies on here as well. So thank you for listening. We'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Bye for now.